0: And I have five children, four sons and a daughter. I was a baseball coach. I was a basketball coach. I was as naive as anybody when it comes to corruption and what I came to understand, evil. What I did was, because i seen this corruption, I opened up and built an organization called State of Corruption. So my days turned out to be not selling mortgages, on the hour, every hour for weeks, then months, then years, I was meeting with victims. But what I also was doing was finding the commonalities, the methodology of this corruption, the avenues that they were using to find out that the courts were controlled, the state agencies were controlled, the AG's office was in on this corruption. So what I I found was, I found an organization of protection.
1: Carbon 60 or C60 first gained notoriety back in 2012 from a study that increased the lifespan of rats by a whopping 90%. Since that breakthrough study, scientists have conducted thousands of studies showing C60 not only has a very real potential extending lifespan but it also has been shown to be better than any other substance ever studied to reduce inflammation, eliminate free radicals, provide powerful antioxidants and more. After the famous rat study, scientists at Live Longer Labs realized a human, not industrial formula needed to be made. That's when they set out to be the first lab in the world to focus on what is best for human consumption of C60. This led Live Longer Labs to pioneer a high quality 99.9% pure C60 refined without solvents in oils that work best for humans and that is black seed oil. Look it up yourself. Black seed oil has been known as a universal healer for millennia and more modern studies confirmed its benefits as a potent antioxidant and for anti-inflammation. Simply, it's not like other oils. It's better. To try this amazing product, go to sarahwestall.com under shop. Remember, members of Ebeneer save 10% and all listeners can save 5% using the coupon found at sarahwestall.com under shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Mike Gill coming to the program. He's a whistleblower of the shadow banking system. And man, this guy is a very interesting person. He had the largest mortgage brokerage in the country. And he also had the top thoroughbred that were number one in the world, stable in the world. And he was in New Hampshire and he ran into all sorts of corruption and people from New Hampshire all know who he is because he had these billboards running and you can see it right here I'm showing some of them if you're watching on video he really made these people mad Well, three men he actually put on the billboards themselves you can see one here and those three men actually sued him for defamation of character But he claims that the whole court system is rigged and, you know, everything is rigged. And I got to say, I don't know what if whether he's saying it true or not. I think that listening to what he has to say is important. I think looking at the investigative information is important. And I also know that our court systems are really broken and really corrupt. I know that the highest levels of our governments are involved in money laundering and supporting trafficking. We know that we've proved that. That now we're the guys that he's working with. I don't know, but I got to tell you when there's smoke there could be fire and we need to take this stuff seriously. He's talking about the Pandora papers and I am more familiar with the Panama papers which was leaked from a law firm in Panama, that the 30 years of money laundering on all sorts of crimes, there was a movie done about it. And there was a journalist, a big thing, a journalist from Malta who was murdered. I have her picture here. Her name is Daphne Galizia. And I knew about her at the time because she found the president of Malta and other high officials in the Panama Papers and they killed her for that. Well, the group that put out the Panama Papers, the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, have a new. Leak. They claim that's bigger than the Panama Papers. They're calling it the Pandora Papers. I'm going to play their trailer that they have on their website that explains this organization.
2: This leak is really Panama Papers on steroids. This is the Pandora Papers because we think we're opening a box on a lot of things. We're looking at about 12 million documents from 14 different service providers. These are law firms. Um, firms have set up secret offshore accounts for people in multiple jurisdictions. The British Virgin Islands, Belize, Samoa. These documents, for the very first time, is actually showing the US as a tax haven itself. We're talking about some of the most famous people in the world that are in these documents presidents, prime ministers, government ministers, the King of Jordan a number of very high profile Russian clients, people that are very close to Vladimir Putin. We're seeing them buying real estate, we're seeing them trading in shares, using offshore companies. They're buying houses, cars, artworks. I guess it mostly demonstrates that the people that could end the secrecy of offshore, could end what's going on, are themselves benefiting from it, so there's no incentive for them to end it. We're not looking at a couple of million dollars here, we're looking at trillions of dollars. The financial centers of the world, like the US, Europe, leaders are able to funnel and siphon money away and hide it in these jurisdictions through the use of anonymous companies. These are not just like politicians and powerful people, we are talking about rock stars, including a lot of celebrities. And people that have been convicted of crimes all over the world.
1: A jury here in Los Angeles found 78-year-old Robert Durst guilty
2: of first-degree murder. Raffaele Amato, boss camorra Rosenthal in The ability to hide money has a direct impact on your life. It affects your child's access to education, access to health. Access to a home. We're looking at a system here that is harming people. It's harming the world. And it's important that people know about it. And everything he said is in there is true. The only thing that I
1: am concerned about is that the US government and some of these corrupt governments, with that information, they can use it to blackmail and extort people all over the world. Ideally, we would take this information and we clean up our own act based on what was found in these massive leaks from these offshore shadow banking companies because that's where they do so much of the laundering of the human trafficking, the organ trafficking, the drugs, the, the real hard crimes of what's going on. Sure, there's soft crimes, dodging taxes and things, but I'm more concerned about the real hard crimes, stealing people's, whole retirement funds mike gill's going to talk about this and the things that he's gotten involved with and it seems like the united states government has this information and could they use it for good could we use this to clean up our entire criminal infested government or as they say in this trailer that you just heard are they going to use it to maintain their own power because they're not going to want to turn in themselves when they're the ones that are benefiting from this what we're seeing is a whole house of cards falling right now so many criminals are fleeing and running because the economic system is resetting so all of these guys are like rats on a sinking ship but if we really want to clean this up we really need to get to the heart of this And I don't know any of the journalists that are in the United States. And here you can see there's journalists from over 150 countries on their website. In the United States, there's 15 different journalists that are in this organization. I don't know any of them personally. doesn't mean that just because I don't know them doesn't mean they're not legit. But that being said, they're not really bringing out anything publicly to who is involved in this from the United States standpoint. And that concerns me. That makes me think that it's being used as a weapon against people around the world versus as a tool to clean up our own government. But Mike Gill gets on here and says that Congress has all the names and they're, they're just not doing anything about it. And He talks about the fact that he ran into specific characters who are involved in these trafficking trades with the shadow banking system and how the government officials in new hampshire were involved and it's corrupt as all can be i know it's corrupt i i just do because everything that i've been covering but whether these people were actually involved we need to have investigations and they're not if the government acts like this and shuts it down at all angles and won't listen to anything that anybody has to say, then that's a huge red flag that they're covering up for something that's really corrupt. And so what Mike Gill is saying here is they're, that's what they're doing. They're covering up for something that's really corrupt. Their behavior is what triggers me that there's something off here the fact that they're not investigating, the fact that they're uh, shutting doors, the fact that Congress has not done anything about the Pandora Papers. Well, I don't think Congress does anything about anything. I mean, there's a few that people in Congress that does something, but the more majority of the Congress people seem to be hiding and helping these criminals versus actually getting to the meat of it. And if this information's out there and it's legit, we need it. And why can't the U.S. government release this information who has these pandora papers and why are these journalists sitting on it and they have it but where is it where are the names i don't know i went to the organization i kind of looked around i didn't see any names i see names of other countries i don't see any names in the united states so i want to see that i i think there needs to be some pressure on them to release this and that's what mike Dill says we need to release this information shine light on what's really going on So we'll see over time what really happens with all this stuff. Before I get into this uh, show with Mike Gill, I'm going to play a little intro we have for our United for Free Speech. It's called the Censored Conference, meaning that we're going to have people who are censored uh, talking. And the people who are the most censored are the ones you need to listen to. That's why we're doing this. And here's a little clip for, for our conference. So I hope you join us, go to unitedforfreespeech.com, sign up, you'll learn all about the event with an email, probably coming next week, depending on when you listen to this, before the event, and you can find out how to watch. It's going to be on, well, we have two partner platforms, we have Bastion and on, and then we will have it on four other platforms that support free speech. And we're looking for donations, of course, because we have initiatives. And we will also be selling tickets for those of you who want to watch it on demand. And we're going to have more of these events. So the tickets will buy your access on demand to all of the events. So I highly recommend you do that. It helps the organization. Almost all the proceeds are going directly to initiatives. We have our initiatives on the site as well. And please share. Please get the word out with everybody you know, because that's how we're going to get past the censorship. We're going to keep fighting And we're going to keep doing what we can to put light on corruption to help make this world a better place. Okay, please go to sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter. Also support my new Substack, com, And let's get into this really good conversation with Mike Gill. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the program.
0: Hi. Hi, Sarah.
1: Well, first, I want to thank you for your courage to come on the program today. I know that you're... um, Hopefully you're in a safe situation right now. I know that you have been on the run and we're going to talk about that a little bit, but please let our listeners know who you are. You know, we know you're Mike Gill, but you you have the largest mortgage company in the country and talk about your background. So people know that you're, I mean, like we were saying on the phone, you're not just a whistle, not that whistleblowers are just an average person isn't important, but I mean, you were, pretty successful. And you have a pretty good insight. So talk about your background a bit.
0: All right. Uh, I grew up in New Hampshire. Uh, I went to school to be a priest. Uh, My mother was the catechism teacher for the town of Salem, New Hampshire. So I had kind of a religious background. And I also at that point was somebody because I was a very, very big kid, I was like six four, and I was like thirteen years old oh wow. and uh what I did was i was I was the guy who kind of protected people from the bullies, and you know something I'm still that guy. I went into business again, I have five children, four sons and a daughter. I was a baseball coach, I was a basketball coach I was as naive. As anybody, when it comes to corruption, yeah, and what I came to understand evil, yeah. And I started this business and became the number one broker, mortgage broker by volume in the country. And I owned the largest thoroughbred racing stable in the world, I broke records across the country. I was named the world champion in 2005. Beating the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, Campbell Soup, and the colored green. And what I and why I say this is that I had certain talents, and my talent was insight. And because I'm so bad at so many other things, but not <laughs> that, and 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 organizing and and leading people in a company like I was coaching the team. You know, it was my methodology. But then what happened was I had two principal attorneys, Bill Shaheen, who was married to Senator Shaheen, and at that time, Governor Shaheen, and Alex Walker, who was the president of the largest law firm in the state, Divine Millimat. So these were my two lawyers, personal and business. And when I tell you I don't go looking for them, when you become very successful, i I between my, my my assets and my business, somewhere between three and four hundred million dollars.
1: You were good at what you did. And yeah. again,
0: from a one bedroom apartment. So so I did it on on my own, you know, with, with no help, no believe me, no inheritance. I, I, I came days away from a vow of poverty. So my life's all about the twists and turns. So now, and, 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 and I tell you about this business because it's important you understand that, that that I did have certain talents. Now, what I found was a group of elderly people, 402 to be exact, there was a Ponzi scheme and these people were victims of it. It was called financial resource management frm and they came to me because it was a fraud with mortgages and it was it started really like in 06 and 07 that I started communicating with them to find out that these people were being built and it was they thought they were investing in a first mortgage in real estate and was using the interest for income Find out that there wasn't one mortgage. There was like eight and nine and 10 mortgages. It was the essence of a Ponzi scheme. And when the real estate market fell, so did they. And these people lost everything.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: while meeting with them all and having victim groups, I found out the common denominator was Bill Shaheen, my lawyer. Oh, so the husband to Governor Shaheen. Right. Then I went to my other lawyer, Alex. This is what I found out. And he goes, Mike, it is his Ponzi scheme. Now shut up. If you know what's good for you. Problem oh, is, I, wow. I've never been good at what's good for me. Right. So it was him. So I confronted Shaheen on this. And then he started leveraging me, and I'll do a, a quick scenario, but he started using the powers of the IRS, as his wife, Senator Shaheen, has been cited for, for targeting. And then they turned around and put the banking department on me. Then they put, they leveraged my wife by saying, listen, if you, you, you don't have him stopped, we're going to take your money too. So she gave me the alternative, fight on, or get a divorce. I chose divorce. I met with those people. I seen them not have money for teeth. So I she said, ask, she said
1: quit the fight or get a divorce, not fight on.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. She had no, I, she got, she got very comfortable being wealthy.
1: That's too bad. Even I'm though sorry when about I met that. her,
0: she was a waitress.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you about know what? That. Yeah.
0: It, it is all encompassing. But but what it, it tells you is why a lot of people understand this reaches into family court, this reaches into the elderly having them lose everything, their homes and being built at yes. the end of their lives. I mean, overdose these uh, the elderly in nursing homes to steal their assets, uh, yes. and then I started meeting the parents of of, the, of of children that they would lose to drugs. What I did was because I seen this corruption. I opened up and built an organization called State of Corruption. So my days turned out to be not selling mortgages. On the hour, every hour for weeks, then months, then years, I was meeting with victims. But what I also was doing was finding the commonalities, the methodology of this corruption, the avenues that they were using to find out that the courts were controlled, the state agencies were controlled. The AG's office was in on this corruption. So what I, what I found was, I found an organization of protection from the governor's position, as in previous, Senator Shaheen was the Governor Shaheen. From the governor, they appointed the AG. They appointed the state Supreme Court justice. These law firms, as in Shaheen and Gordon, as in Divine Miller, but several law firms, the larger ones, they infiltrated the AG's office with corruption. Those corrupt lawyers became a network of corrupt judges. From that governor's position, they would appoint a banking commissioner. That banking commissioner then became a money launderer. They turned around and and the AG's office would block any investigations, any judgments. They owned the courts. Now think what they did with this. What they did was they offered this protection to the worst of us. Who bought that protection? Drug cartels, human traffickers, child traffickers, organ donors, they are one in the same. That dark money is money that's unattached. It is the most valuable for these corrupt politicians because for the most part, it's untraceable. And what is traceable? These same corrupt politicians build the laundering network. What did Shaheen connect to? The IRS. What did they turn around? The banking department? Audit. The Department of Revenue within the state, meaning state taxes, audit. Control that. So, so as a banking let's commissioner co- let's too, Let me
1: back out a little bit. OK. So you you figured out there's this big scam. You uh, started fighting it. You figured out your own attorneys were corrupt and in on it, and and then you created because you they just were the even, heads of it, the heads of it, and you're like, oh my god, these people I'm hiring yeah. are actually super bad, and 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 then so you you created a network, a, a a victims advocacy, and you helped all these people, and then in that process you started to learn how deep the system goes how corrupt it really is. And then what happened? Cuz now you're you've been blowing the whistle and you're I mean you're 500 million dollars that you had. You're worth almost a half a billion dollars and now you're not worth any of that. They took it from you. From what I understand. And
0: I am homeless and penniless. I live on social security and even a few weeks they tried to stop that. To shut me up. Right i mean so i went from that how about this the world champion of the king of sports to homeless and you know something i don't regret a single second of it i did what i had to do with those victims i met with i saw those parents and the tears from from losing their children i seen the tears in family court i seen the elderly hold up his hand and he Harry Bean, I still remember, he had lumps and calluses on his hands. He goes, Mike, this is how I made my living to live with dignity at the end of my life. He was a bricklayer. I couldn't betray their trust. So this organization that I built also were informants, intelligence, and we were working together and finding the depth of this corruption at each and every level that I found I found that the state, the banking department was a money launderer. They turned around and, and with the IRS, again, that $50 million settlement that I speak of, each entity, audited entities, are on that $50 million including Alex Walker and Bill Shaheen. They just never expected someone to say no. And this, this goes right back to James O'Keefe. O'Keefe was working with me. They brought me the cartel, Aaron Day and James O'Keefe with their hidden cameras. Well, they were moving 20,000 people, libertarians in the state of New Hampshire. You'll see an article from 2014 that that it says uh, James O'Keefe and Ben Swan, another libertarian, was investigating Bill Greiner. Bill Greiner is the money man for the cartel. He is the chairman of the board for primary bank, and you ready for this? The asset that is in uh, Silicon Valley Bank, it's called Boston Private uh, Bank and Trust. It was Griner. It was cartel money. That's what brought down that bank. It is beyond people's imagination how much cartel money is in the fabric. Of, of businesses in real estate and banking through this country. How about this? Silicon Valley Bank, the that 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 First Boston, a New Hampshire corporation, a New Hampshire agency that looks like a one, it looks like a janitor's closet, no warehouse. Their fronts. It is what the Pandora Papers is. It's a collection of LLCs and trusts. Dummy corporation fronts. There's $932 billion in the state of New Hampshire.
1: Hold on. Before you get too deep into this, will you explain what the Pandora Papers are? Because a lot of people do not understand what those are. And that's pretty important information.
0: Huge. The Pandora Papers is this. Remember, those journalists, there was over 100 of them, foreign journalists. Remember now, when money's laundered, it often leaves, say, for instance, United States and goes offshore, and then it comes back. What those journalists found was that money coming back. What they did was track it down to the state of New Hampshire. It wasn't the, the it wasn't the uh, domestic journalists. It wasn't the politicians here. It wasn't the FBI. In fact, the FBI is covering it all up. It was those journalists.
1: Didn't that journalist who really exposed it get killed? She was from Malta.
0: Right. What happened was they grouped together for their own protection by putting it out. Rather, if you put it out individually, you simply they will simply kill you. And I've met with those journalists too because when they found New Hampshire, they found me. What I was saying for 10 years was there's a, I called it the Deep State Money Laundering Network, turned out to be the largest laundering network, not in New Hampshire, not in the United States, but in the world. That's what the Pandora Papers is. That's what it's so important. There was a congressional hearing in the Ways and Means Committee, and I gave the evidence to the minority leader. I am telling you, these corrupt politicians, they know the names on that Pandora Papers. That is a roadmap to what is corrupted and what is evil in this country and the flow of money outside this country. What people have to understand, there is one singular weakness to this corruption across the country. That is how to clean the money that they steal. How they turn around drug cartels are able to use their money. So if what I found was their laundry. What I found was their protection network of it, which is why they picked the state of New Hampshire, because it's one of the smallest states. Think about this. You ready? The next state is $300 billion. It's South Dakota, one of the smallest states. Wyoming the very smallest state by population. And Delaware, again, one of the smallest states. Those are the four that are mentioned. New Hampshire dwarfs, dwarfs them all, it's the clearinghouse. But you see the methodology? Take over a state that's vulnerable. Bill Shaheen did that and his power. And that's why Hassan is part of this. She was now the senator, worked for Shaheen. She was the governor after. Senator Jean Shaheen. They controlled it. They built the network. And then it was for sale. So what did it attract? New Hampshire's number one in opioid overdoses, the largest cartel in the country, owning hospitals, treatment centers, pharmacies, hospice care. It is a distribution center. And then they turn around number one in money laundering? We're not talking about the country, we're talking the world again, in that very small state of New Hampshire. And thirdly, what people don't understand is New Hampshire makes more military-grade weapons than any state in the United States. So let's think about this. We've got drugs, we've got money laundering, and we've got guns. I mean, that's a trifecta. That is the root of this. I, in, in this organization, I am had an O'Keefe was work with me a day. We met with these people. We met with the, a trucking company front. They were b- delivering machine guns from Manchester, New Hampshire to Laredo, Texas. They were bringing back human trafficking, children and fentanyl. And before that, it was heroin. It was a circuit, a cycle. And what I'm telling you is the FBI has this evidence. The DEA has this evidence. In fact, you'll see a video of me delivering the evidence. It's called Hill Delivers of the DEA Evidence Again. You know what it got us? The largest seizure in the history of the world. An 80,000-pound capacity tractor-trailer filled front to back, top to bottom, full of fentanyl. I mean, we're talking multiple, multiple tons. And if it wasn't the fact that I had was on camera, you'd have never seen that seizure.
1: No, that's that's very true. So now where are you at right now? I mean, are anybody recognizing the work that you've been exposing? I mean, is there, do we have any law enforcement left in this country or are they all working for the criminals? I mean, I'm starting to wonder.
0: Well, this, this is what I found. So in other words, once I've got this organization in the state, and this is the thing what I did, I documented it all. I took a video camera with me. I took it to the FBI. Well, guess what? The FBI is what protects the protection network. They protect the money laundering network. I went to Titka, the Treasury Inspector General of Taxation Administration. They are the treasury that supervises and manages the IRS. I gave them this evidence Tom Morley was the Titka agent, said it was the worst corruption in the history of the IRS. And you know what Titka did? They ran a three year cover up. The Treasury. The Treasury ran a cover up. And you know what? By the grace of God, through a phone call, we recorded Aaron Day, working with O'Keefe, recorded the Inspector General of the Treasury, Tim Campus, saying they had plants in my office. They were intercepting my mail for three years. They were covering, so the FBI was covering for this protection network, the Treasury and the IRS were covering for the laundering network. We have just reached the highest levels of, of the in the country now. The Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney Lullen, who was the Boston U.S. Attorney, but understand this, the Boston U.S. Attorney represents New England outside the state of Connecticut. He is the most powerful U.S. attorney in the country. They, I, I gave him the evidence under camera because Trump ordered him to take it. Trump knew. You see on the evidence list that the, even the, with the video that we had just recently posted, that Lullen sends it to the attorney general of the United States. At that time, it was Sessions. And then after, it was Barr. So the AG, so think about this. This guy doesn't meet with a citizen, the U.S. attorney. He's the prosecutor. He turns around and looks at the evidence and sends it to the attorney general of the United States. Yeah, that's crazy. So and gives it to the FBI. Who kept blocking me? That was because of Trump. Trump wanted that evidence. That same evidence, I don't know if people remember when Vice President Pence was flying into New Hampshire and he stopped his plan and turned around, it was that evidence that made him turn around. He was meeting with the cartel. That cartel that was Granite State Recovery, they're now in the Pandora Papers, as is Auto Fair, as is all the entities that I called up and, and said that these were part of the cartel, well, they're in the Pandora Papers. In fact, the article from New Hampshire Public Radio who called up Granite State, Credit Union as being part of the cartel. Each reporter, three of them, had bricks thrown through their windows at their homes simultaneously. That is to silence people. This is uh, so. In other words, what I'm telling you reaches to the highest level of the Treasury and the FBI. So think about this. Now that we have we have a direct line from this uh, Silicon Valley Trust Bank. To the cartel in New Hampshire, their entity under, the, uh, under their group, it's called Silicon Valley Group, that's really the parent company, owns uh, Boston Private Bank and Trust. Griner, the same Griner that O'Keefe was investigating, he was part of that. The directors were the uh, attorney generals of the state of New Hampshire, Foster and Delaney. The protection network, remember from the attorney general's office, that was connected to that bank, Silicon Valley Bank. That's why it went out of business. They, they dumped $42 billion in like less than 48 hours because there is an investigation. They are in the Pandora Papers, and none of them trust Trump not to drop the bomb.
1: Who, who's who's investigating them right now? Because I am wondering, do we have a functional uh, justice, you know, any kind of justice system who's actually investigating them for this illegal activity?
0: Well, here's the thing. We know that Congress is investigating it the Ways and Means Committee. I know for a fact, because I've given them my evidence, that they're tipping off. The cartel in New Hampshire, which is why they're selling assets. It's my belief that they tipped off the uh, Silicon Valley Bank. That was the move in banking. And who's protecting them? Well, we had the Inspector General of the Treasury. That's who's, that's who's protecting them now, including the IRS. Do you know what Silicon Valley had? 500 startups from Israel, Guess what happens? They turn around and, and, and lend their money to a startup. 80% of them go out of business in the first year. And all that money is offshore, all clean, and nobody knows what happened to it. It's all part of this network.
1: So it was a money laundering. Yeah. So, okay. So it went, why did they go out of business right then? They're taking the, It's the, they had a liquidity crunch. So people were taking their money out. Why were they doing it right then?
0: Oh, there's the question, right? There's the question. How about this? Have they met with anybody that pulled their money and said, "Why did you pull your money?" Because I haven't heard that interview. Listen, there was 42 billion, as in 932 billion, in the Pandora Papers in New Hampshire. It was a, an event. Listen, I was in banking over 30 years as the number one broker. This is what I do. They didn't move on a market. Because a market, you know, that's coming in time. It's progressive. It turns around and and it becomes volatile. They moved on a moment. That moment had to be one of a couple things. One, that the Pandora Papers information is going to be released or Donald Trump's going to drop a bomb. Because he's not going to be president otherwise. And let's not forget, I don't know if you know this, but after the election, Trump sent General Flynn to see me. Now, I have those text messages. I have those emails. Sidney Powell had me sign an affidavit. General Flynn and I talked for a period of maybe seven to eight weeks up until January 6th. And the the plan was to keep Trump in office by using the evidence that's in the Pandora Papers, by using the evidence that I gave to U.S. Attorney Lowen. The reason why he was in text messages with me and email. Remember, we're talking about the ex-National Security Advisor because they needed a timeline of when I had the evidence, when I gave the evidence to Flynn. So now it's on Flynn. Did you give it to Trump? See, here it is. Did Lowen? did the AG give it to Trump? There's the question. So Trump's in a position where you know now, and if you don't act on it, then the American people get to ask you why. And if you do, we're waking up to a new day in history, because what's in those Pandora Papers is a roadmap to corrupt politicians. The Ways and Means Committee, those corrupt politicians are in the Pandora Papers, too. That's why these people are getting tipped off. That is why there was a sudden move in Silicon Valley Bank because they were tipped off. So is something coming? It is coming. But it better be, you better tell the American people the truth. We, we are living in a, in a make-believe world. And you know, the media is, is divides us, politicians divide us, race. It's all about division. It's all about us keeping the eye off the ball. The ball is corruption. It was corruption that opened our borders, that is infiltrating us, our streets with crime and fentanyl. I mean, we can't believe that the drug cartels, look what's happening in Arizona. It's what happened to New Hampshire. It's what's happening across this country. We are under attack. Our politicians have sold us out. Our intelligence agencies are part of it. The DEA are partners with the cartel. I know that this is hard for people to believe and beyond their imagination, but that's why it exists. They put you asleep. They want you woke.
1: Isn't there a certain point, point where the corruption becomes so bad it just eats, it eats the country alive, which is what we're seeing
0: right now. That's the intent. That's the goal. The goal is by the time you wake up, it's too late. And we are so close to that now, which is why it's so urgent, which is why I took such a dramatic stand. I left that life to fight this life. The insight that made me wealthy saw their plan, saw their intention, saw what they were doing. Yes. I mean... Washington now is a series of blackmail and extortion. Why? That's right. Because they're all blackmailable. Why did Maxwell go to New Hampshire? Because she and Epstein were money launderers. They were pedophiles. Sure. I mean, that's how obscene these people are. They don't respect human life. I mean, we're talking about trafficking children. You think being a pedophile is out of order? It's who they are but they were money launderers and they were also connected to Israel, which keeps coming up. And, and I didn't want to go there, but they came to me. And so what happened was she went to New Hampshire because she felt safe. Why? Because she could blackmail their money laundering network. Who was in charge of that network? Bill Shaheen. Well, guess who her lawyer was the same bill Shaheen who who? Who snatched her up? The same corrupt Boston FBI that I had on camera a dozen times blocking the investigation, intimidating my witnesses, threatening me and my children. So in other words, there it is. And that's why. That's why you didn't hear anything from Epstein. You didn't hear anything from Maxwell. How about this? You got El Chapo, right? You don't think he knows the distribution network in the United States? He sure the hell used it. What did he give us? Nothing.
1: Well, they in the court that he was in, they blacked out all the names associated with any U.S. person. They blacked them all out.
0: Right. Right. Do you know they tried to prosecute, move, oh, and people can Google this. They tried to prosecute El Chapo in the state of New Hampshire. Put him in the same DEA office that the cartel owns that I, am on camera, force them to have a seizure of a tractor trailer only to arrest nobody and release the drugs back onto the streets when nobody was watching this is all related do we
1: have a functioning just justice system i mean are you seeing i mean where is your hope do you think that do you see things coming together do you i mean the people are starting to wake up but do we even have a functioning court system a functioning Justice system. How
0: about this? You have a functioning one.
1: Yeah, but a functioning. But it's only functioning
0: for the corrupt.
1: That's what I'm saying. Are are we
0: right? Or for the the things
1: that it'll function for things that are irrelevant to them. Like they'll do their job for things that has nothing to do with the corrupt, and then that allows them to keep going. I think it's a cover. But when it comes, if they even get close to the corrupt,
0: what happens is there's hit judges. So in other words, you have a normal judge who takes the normal case, but they know the corruption, and they stay in line. And then you have an organized network of judges that work for them directly. So all of a sudden, for instance, my case against the cartel, against Walker, I keep coming up with the same judge. It was intentional. So in other yeah. words, we, we have got to stop looking for a savior. The Justice Department is the heads of this network of corruption. They are what protects these criminals. That they they listen, they all took the money. Here is the way out. You ready? The way out is the people. We have got to organize, but to a voice, a voice of outrage when I'm trying to do and been doing and releasing these videos, and these last couple have been so important. Because I showed you who they are, how they took over, their methodology, by their names. But this is the most important thing that I've given you, that nobody has been giving you. I gave you a plan, a plan that you can win. Those Pandora papers, you demand names. And those other papers in those other states, we want to know the names on who owns these billions. You get that, it's a roadmap. My theory is at this point, people are finally paying attention. You know, you've lost enough with with fentanyl. You were attacked by COVID. You turn around and see your borders open. And there's so many, the the greed of these criminals and this evil is such that it's, it's starting the average person hard to ignore because the average person is falling victim. So at this point, that's right. We are talking to an audience that is paying attention. We are giving them the pieces and they're connecting the dots. So from this, from this outrage, we have a singular voice. It's not politics, people. Stop that. We all love our children. We want them to have a future. Do we think drug cartels and human traffickers and organ donors is not a, 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 an evil thing? We can't, we can't come together on those things. So let's turn around.
1: <laughs> no, it's like, it's not a Democrat-Republican issue. It's like, come on, right. keep going.
0: It's the business of evil. And they are breaking down the fabric of your country. They are putting you in a position with 87,000 armed IRS agents. You can't see this is about control. I mean, we are becoming New Hampshire is a police state. Uh, the, the state troopers are like a Gestapo. So with this outrage, we can get together.
1: But they but they work for the but they work. They work for the cartels. They work for all these people. That's hard for people to get their mind across. I mean, they're starting to learn because with COVID, oh my God, they tried to kill all of us. They're starting to be able to get their mind wrapped around this.
0: this, this but this is it's what still I found. really
1: hard for people.
0: This was difficult to see, but it's really this simple. Right? good people don't have it in their hearts to believe in such evil as harvesting children's organs. Can you imagine? see I couldn't and I had to learn to fight these criminals this evil so I didn't have to be them but if I'm moving move, moving pieces on a chessboard I had to get into their heads I had to start believing that these people existed the minute I did I saw them and I started getting ahead of them and that's these videos I'm moving ahead of them now but understand this good people you can't see what you don't believe exists. So we are at a fundamental right. disadvantage right out of the gate because you can't see them and they see you as sheep. They see you as people that they can abuse and steal from, from taking the, your children's lives, from, from, from stealing the lifetime of work from your elderly. This is who they are. I see them, and it's time, the American people, you wake up. You have to see it, too. And we turn around and we fight together. Now, this is where Trump can come into play. It isn't about politics, but I know he knows. I know he's just dangerous enough to drop that bomb. And if he does, there could be a wave across this country, an instant platform. Trump was gonna use it before to stay in office. Use it now, because if you don't use it now, well, that says something about you. We have got to save this country. We are at jeopardy. As As in any war we've ever fought in, we are in maybe more jeopardy now, because they're going to take control from within and thinking about your borders, how many millions of people have crossed, how many cartel members, they're gonna take this fentanyl to your streets. That's why we have this wave of corruption across this country. You know, when they start saying, well, where was and Where was the treasury with these banks? They were protecting them. That's who I re- re- recorded the Inspector General. That's who the IRS is. They'll take your home, and on the same point, they're covering for the laundering of this dark money. So
1: how are you staying safe right now? Are you, are you safe? Because I know you're on the run. H- how are you staying safe?
0: I haven't been safe in so long. I haven't been. Listen, when I ran for governor, they tried to murder me three times in 13 days. Two of them were caught on security cameras. One, I had to fight for my life. They sent a Russian. They sent a Russian to my hotel room. They got my address from my VP and my company and my paralegal. That got caught on security camera. After the third time in 13 days, you can each listen to a recording on Mike Gill's data corruption YouTube. Kill Gill. Where you hear Shaheen in the cartel try to hire this hitman to murder me. How much to make him go away? That was Erin Day and O'Keefe recording it. As O'Keefe turning around and giving you how this elderly woman voted twice in the state of New Hampshire, he forgot about the hitman. He forgot about the cartel that they brought me. He forgot about the, the trucking company that was moving fentanyl and children. How about those videos?
1: Why, why, why is that? Why do you think O'Keefe didn't cover it?
0: I know why because just as Epstein never gave them to you, just as Maxwell never gave to you, the power in this country is blackmail and extortion. And that is worth everything. That's why, I mean, you want someone to do this? He can't be political. He's far right. And what was his, and his his company was funded by, by connections with Israel. We are being manipulated. What we think is friends is the wolf. This is how they get to you. How you, they, you you trust them. Just like certain politicians. They argue each side of the coin, but you notice we never get anywhere.
1: Who goes to jail? Yeah, they don't do anything. They're not legit.
0: Right. I mean, how about this drain the swamp? Can someone tell me who went, from the swamp, went to jail, somebody, nothing. That's what happens.
1: So, okay, yeah, it's obvious that that, that, that there's more here going on. So you say the Pandora Pandora Papers are the key to this whole thing. Uh, journalists got killed for putting out the Pandora Papers. Where can people find the Pandora Papers?
0: Congress have it. They're not giving out the names. That's what we have to do as people. We turn around together and go, we want to know the names. I mean, listen, they checked out five companies. I know this from being inside. They were empty office buildings, not a pencil, not a chair, not a desk. They were all fronts. That's what it is. They've got, the people have got to demand it because these corrupt politicians will not give them to you. They'll tip off the the banks. They'll tip off the cartel, that's why they're selling assets, auto fair prospective trust, grand state recovery. They're tipping them off. They know the names. And think about this. They know enough about them to put it at 932. Not 600, not 400, 932 billion. And for people to grasp that kind of money, the defense budget, of United States, which is what, two or three times the rest of the world, is 700 billion. So there's more money in the state of New Hampshire, equal by the way, I did the math, 717,000 for every man, woman, and child in the state of New Hampshire. It's cartel money, it's protected. And they built a wall around all this that's why we need to know those names. You get those names and histories and those names. What happens if your governor's in there, your senator's in there? And then we find the real cartels, the cartel that's in Arizona. is the Sinaloa cartel. You know what the cartel in New Hampshire is? The Sinaloa cartel partners with Dick Aginas. America, we're getting American cartels. It's in distribution. They own hospitals, pharmacies, treatment centers, hospice care. You see what I'm saying? It's the distribution network. It's not owned by by cartel members in Mexico. It's American cartels. They are your distributors. They are your protection network.
1: The whole it's Mexican cartels is a big sham, isn't it, to cover up for what's really going on.
0: Right. Right. I mean, did they take over Mexico? Yes. I mean, think about this. You know what the evil of fentanyl is? You don't need Colombia to grow poppies. It's synthetic, people. means they can manufacture it. They say, well, they're bringing it over from China. China, they bring over the technician from China and move them into Boston, and they manufacture it there. These people are businessmen. They just cut out the middleman. Now, do you know what Mexico's bringing across the, 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 the uh, borders? That's your street distribution. You know why it's so important now? Because your street distribution used to be CVS, Walgreens. Did you notice how they all settled with the government, you know, for pennies, about opioids? They can't sell fentanyl over the counter. So you need, the new, you need new street distribution. You know what they did? Mexican cartels said, well, these guys, with distribution from hospitals, pharmacies, and treatment centers, these guys are gonna be your street dealers, which is why the streets across this country is becoming more and more dangerous by the day. Chicago, LA, New York, Philadelphia. You see crime rates? How about this? The American lifespan, you know, with all our advances in medicine, has gone down. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what age group dies the most from fentanyl? 14 years old. They die the most.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. We're really in a in an incredible situation. So, how can people learn more about you and follow what you are bringing forward?
0: Well, I'm on YouTube. Mike Gill, State of Corruption, and his two channels there. Now, most recently, because they tracked me down, they got my videographer, they got my locations, they've done everything to see that I get erased. Now, I'm working with-
1: Well, I'm surprised you're still on YouTube, because YouTube is part of the network, but go ahead.
0: Well, you know something? There's certain people who know what I'm doing, who making it so that they can't do it. I'm not telling you everybody's bad. There are good people in this system. No,
1: everybody isn't but bad. But the
0: system itself is bad. The yes. organization is bad. Now, now, most recently, and I would ask people to do this, very important. I'm working with a gentleman from Australia, actually. You know those foreign journalists? They're more up on this than the people of this country. His name is Brendan Lee O'Connell. He's on YouTube. My last, I think the last four or five videos he's done, he's done with me. And he is he is helping me tremendously. Not just getting the word out, but the connecting the dots for all the questions that you have out there. How does it work? How did they do it? How do they take over it? Who are they? And more importantly, the plan of how to take our country back. And again, that's what I'm giving you. Listen. I'm a strategist. That's who built the largest mortgage company from nothing. I was a handicapper, was like chess. So good, I became the world champion of racing. I handicapped them. I moved the pieces like a chessboard. This is a plan. This is why they wanted to pay me $50 million. This is why they tried to murder me when I said, no, trust me, your enemies know you the best. They are my enemies, and I am there. So, so please watch. They're on YouTube. Watch those. And and I believe that, that we've given you that last one, Sarah, to watch. I, I, I know you started it, but watch that video and the videos that were previous to that. We have taken you to this place where we are now. What we're doing is forcing their moves. What we did by catching the Pandora Papers in this Laundering Network moved uh, Silicon Valley Bank. You want to know the cause of the run? You're talking to them. Trust me. I made the the connection ahead of time. I drove it right to the bank.
1: Well, now we're we're having many more runs going on. There's other banks. I just heard this morning there's like 20 banks at risk. Were they just trying to get ahead of the banking reset collapse Mm -hmm. and so they get their money out before everyone else? No, no, no. See, that
0: was an event. That was a, you're seeing a banking reaction. But how about this? Did you notice that the banks uh, whipped back 20, 30, 40% yesterday? So if it was a contagion, if what they had was the same, why didn't they go out? Why didn't they have the same thing happen? Now there's nervousness. And here's the secondary thing. How much drug money and dark money are in those banks? Now, think about this. What banks went out of business? Oh, Signature Bank. Silver, I think it was a Silver Trust Bank. You know what they were all tied to? Cryptocurrency. Money laundering. Remember FTX? What was that? Money laundering. How about this? Do people realize this? There was 20 billionaires in crypto connected with FTX. Okay, 20 billionaires. Do you know four of them died within a matter of two weeks? They were all murdered. Google it. Yeah. Four of the top.
1: So no, yeah. So why did they? Why were they murdered?
0: Because they were murdered by drug cartels because they're witnesses. They are the. It's not them that's billionaires. They're the front people for the cartels. That's what they are. That's why we haven't heard anything from Sam Bankman. Okay, that's right. Four young, twenties, thirties, connected to the crypto billionaires through FTX, were all murdered within a couple of weeks of each other. Murdered.
1: So, Sam uh, Bankman-Fried was laundering money for the drug cartels. Is what you're trying to say? And yes,
0: that's what that was. Well, think about this. You ready? I say
1: the drug cartels aren't just drug cartels. When we're saying drug cartels, we're saying sex trafficking, organ trafficking, that whole line of it, because they're all together.
0: All of that, right? They're one entity. They're one entity. That is one evil. Now, think about this. You ready? Now, what do these people buy? I said buy protection, the Pandora Papers, this laundering network. What do we have? We have senators. Governor Sununu, he's running for president. You know why? Because he's got the keys to the secrets. That's what he took over. That's what he used my evidence for with the help of O'Keefe. Now he's running for president of the United States. Oh, and my campaign manager, the one who was working with O'Keefe, Aaron Day, well, guess what? He's running for president, too. That's a lot of presidents right around my evidence. What we got? I got three presidents tied right to my evidence. And if you throw pence in it, then we gotta stop it stop this plane. That's four presidents all tied into my evidence. So people, it can't happen mathematically. It can't happen. Now let's look at FTX. You ready? What did they buy? They were they were donating money to politicians. That was protection. All right. Who did FTX, who did they donate the most money to? Uh-oh, Senator Maggie Hadson of New Hampshire was the number one uh, recipient of his, his, his benefactory. How's that? You know who is next? The New Hampshire Democratic Party. Do you know who has a New Hampshire corporation in the town of Derry, New Hampshire, FTX. You know what's cool. next door neighbor is? Primary bank, the bank that's owned by the cartel. Now, how do you like that? See, it always makes sense.
1: So basically we can get to the bottom of this. I mean, the Pandora papers were are incredible. It killed a lot of, pe- a lot of people. I mean, the journalists took a lot of risks to get those out. But they're covering that up. So if we can get the names from those papers, but how are we going to get the names from the papers? You have to have the people Because I mean, we know the FBI.
0: No, not through the FBI.
1: Well, we know the FBI has the EPS. No, no hold on. We know that F... I'm going to say something. And the FBI has all the Epstein tapes because I know that personally they were given all those. And they won't release those or do anything with all the child pedophile people. So how right. do we trust that the government's going to do anything?
0: I don't trust the government. I'm telling you, they won't. I'm telling you, it's up to the American people. The FBI are corrupt. Listen, how do we... if you get the Pandora Papers, you know who you know who you get. So first? how do we? We communicate. We're doing what we're doing now. We're building platforms, and we're telling people. And people are standing up, like in the people of Arizona. We combined our, our forces. We get out there and start demanding Congress give us those names, and we make the pressure on Trump. Trump, you want to be president? You get the names for the people. That'll tell us that, that, that you're behind the people. Don't, no more promises. No more saying, you know, I'm going to do this once I get elected. It's here and now. You demand it. And he's got a platform that could turn around and have people stand up and say, Okay, we want to know those names. And I am telling you, for these people to move and sell assets and move money, they're afraid. So all of a sudden, the battle as right now is in question. I read the board, and it's the only reason why how I stay alive.
1: So you think that that they've been exposed somehow and they're trying to stay ahead of that. Who was forcing that? Why do you think that was that they all pulled at the same time? I mean, what happened that triggered that?
0: Because Congress told them they were in the Pandora Papers and it's there's likeliness that this is going to get out. So they pulled out all their money before the bomb hit. That's what happened.
1: OK, that's what I want to know. So. We're waiting to see if these congressional hearings will actually produce something. Not everybody's dirty. You know, my dad always says, sir, not everybody's dirty. There are good people in the system. You know
0: what? The ones who aren't are scared to death. And if you're complicit in my book, you're almost as bad. Because, listen, don't run for office. Listen, I ran for governor, and they tried to murder me because i made it very clear that i was going to bring in the military take over the ag's office start offering immunities and 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 charge these cartel members with with a uh, with death i was going to charge these politicians with treason
1: did you do good did they fix the election i mean were you able
0: obviously oh, they destroyed didn't... my voter registration they destroyed my voter registration They were petrified that I would win. That's what happened. It destroyed so I wouldn't be on the ballot, so I had to be written in. And guess what? It was the record number of write-ins in history for the state, and they will never disclose the number of votes that I got. I mean, it's so obvious. No, no, of course not. As I was running, they were trying to murder me. You'll see in this video, this last video, you'll see me put a shotgun on my desk. They were coming to my house. I had to move my children out. You'll see that I invited them over for the weekend, you know, for a gunfight. It's on the video. So that's the extent of this. Okay,
1: so I I will post that for people. I will post that for people so they can go and look at that. And then um, just, uh, you know, that's people just have to do a little bit more of their homework. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. No,
0: I'm, I, I'm grateful because what we've got to do is what we're doing right now. So everybody that listens here, listens to you here, and listens to me, we're a step closer to getting this done. Because I'm telling you we're putting pressure on them. How about this? Joe Flynn just tagged yeah, me on so. on Twitter. So Mike, uh, Michael Flynn's got my evidence and the world's seen him ask me for it. So we're moving these people's hands. They're either going to be in it to fix it, or they're part of it. People have These people have got to stop picking right. sides. And it's good against evil. That's right. All right, Sarah.
1: That's right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay, you're welcome. It was nice talking to you.